Get it off your chest, mama. Okay, so we sitting in the car waiting for Charlemagne to yo 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 this morning, and he's sitting acting his And then just walking here like I just been here the whole time, huh? Exactly. <laughs> so you gonna give it to us, and Charlemagne, this is E from the lodge on the seventh floor. You gave me my, my um, book bag that I can browse before. Oh, okay, Queen. How are you? I'm gonna tell him right now. Well, he probably can hear you. He probably listening. He downstairs. Okay, KK. Yo, 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 Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Congratulations to Charlemagne on his uh, new show. Uh, I just wanted to ask him one question briefly about that. Yes, sir. Uh, the, theme, the theme is on point. I appreciate the, the theme and I, I appreciate the opportunity to bring us some good stuff. But um, as far as your approach is concerned, what, what uh, age group are you trying to get? Because I'm an old timer and sometimes the approach misses me, but the theme I understand. Oh, I don't know, bro. I'm 43 years old. I just be up there talking, man. You know what I mean? If it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. Okay, and one more brief comment I wanted to make as far as the racism thing is concerned. And like I say, I'm, I'm not advocating any particular uh, religion or whatnot. But one thing that uh, I was proud of the Nation of Islam, they said we need to just separate and get our own land or whatever you want to call it and just totally separate and start from the bottom. Oh I, yeah, I, I I'm I'm not opposed to that at all, sir. <laughs> like, all right. Well, y'all y'all do y'all do a wonderful job. Um, I'm a native of Brooklyn, but I'm living in Charlotte, North Carolina right now. I listen to y'all every morning, and I appreciate y'all. Y'all keep up the good work. Hello, who's this? This is Jalen Barthel. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Um, today my birthday, and I just want to um shout myself out. I'm turning 15 years old today. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday. Thank y'all so much. I'm sitting up here listening now. Okay. What you doing so, for your um, birthday? Yeah. Um, me and my mama we riding out of town this weekend. I'm be going with my cousins. We're going to the fair in Tallahassee. Okay. Congratulations, King. Enjoy your day, man. Life is a blessing. All right. Peace, 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 peace. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all enjoy y'all day, man. Hello, who's this? Hi, I'm Brittany calling from Tampa, Florida. Hey, Brittany, get it off your chest. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I got through. I just want to shout you guys out. I listen to you guys every day. Angela, I just love everything about you. You're so, you're so beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Charlemagne, everything you're doing for mental health and DJ and I love how you're such a strong family man, and I just love you guys so much. Yeah. But Thank I really you, Queen. Get off my chest. Mm. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, Team Cancer, Charlemagne. Hey. But I really want to get off my chest that, you know, I'm 32 years old. The biological clock is ticking. I'm, like, on dating apps. It's just hard to meet, like, a good black king. And I'm just, like, 
what what else do you do? It's just like I work every day. I can't really like be out going out mixing mingling, but it's like I'm mm. just kind of thinking about switching over outside my race at this point because I just feel like not valued by black men anymore. I feel like mm. overlooked. Have you ever dated outside your race? I've tried it like once, but it just wasn't my thing. Look, I, I just mean, think you can't you can't blame a whole race of men for the ones that you've met. You know, so I wouldn't give up on that. But I think you'll end up at some point finding the right person. Just don't rush it and don't make decisions just because you feel like your biological clock is ticking. You got to be with somebody. Don't give into that pressure. But just understand that things can change in an instant, you know. And I am still a fan of while apps are good, going out and living my life and meeting people like that. Right, right. Thank you, Angela. I love you guys. All right, Thank you. You too. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? It's Cass. Cass, what up, man? Get it off your chest. Um, I just want to get off my chest. Man, it's hella hard to plan in a wedding. It's, it's just stressful. And I thought it would be the message that would be making it more stressful than anything, but it's the family. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Why? Wow, what they doing? Well, my mom is just intruding in everything. We asked her to just make reservations for the restaurant, and she's adding, like, 15 other people on, wanting to throw different other things in there, and asking me to pay for it. I'm like, wait, you suggesting these things. Why don't you pay for it? Why do I pay for it? I pay for everything else. Yeah, it's I mean, it's very difficult. I would just let, I would let your wife handle it, brother, and just, just say yes and just take care of it. That, that's what I did for my wedding. I let my wife take care of everything, brother. What happened to the father's wife paying for everything? Remember that used to be a thing that they used to tell us growing up? I, that never happened. Bro, you should shut up. You got four daughters and I got four. We ain't doing that no more. My father-in-law did donate a significant amount to me and my wife's wedding, though. That is, that, that is a fact. The only person that's helped out is her grandmother and her godmother, and they helped her with her dress and as far as some of the planning and everything. But everything else has been on me, and nobody else helped done nothing but me. So this is just crazy. Uh, y'all mind if I shout out my wife? Uh, you should, yes, sir. And, um, I just want to give a shout out to India Hawkins. This is uh, from your uh, future husband. Let you know I love you, baby. And we're about to spend the rest of our lives together, fantastic lives together. We're growing. We're going to elevate and get better through everything. I love there you. you. go. Dope. Dope. Alright, brother. Have a good one, man, and good luck with everything. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up? This Anonymous. Anonymous. What up? Get it off your chest, I, bro. I know, y'all can't, I know y'all can't see me, but I just... But, uh, I had a new name for your car show. It was gonna be, uh, Carcellas. I got that because cars, that's what you do. That's what your show is. Sell. Car sells what the person is trying to represent. And y'all is like everybody. Us, they, we... Car sellers. You was anonymous to tell us that? Sellers. Yeah, I just want to get off my chest. All right. Well, thank you, brother. You have a good day, man. Now, you know he didn't have to be anonymous to say that. He definitely did not. I don't even know why he did that. He must not want no smoke with a uh, car, 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 car. What's that, what's that place called? I don't know. We don't know that place. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, big chocolate to toe sucker. How we feeling, family? Oh, gosh. Welcome back. You got to change your name, two quick, bro. Two quick things, right? First, the joke. What did Charlemagne say to NBA at a football game when they went? Hike. 
Can I put my hot dog between your buns? That's one. Boo. <laughs> That's funny, right? That was Boo. Hard. Angela Eve, listen, girlfriend, I saw you on Nick Cannon's TV show. You look good with your chubby cheeks, but you were afraid to sing at the end. So I make it on Nick's show, and I'll do this song for you. Angela E, can't you see? You're my fantasy. You got a lady's mustache, but plenty of cash. Yeah, you're just right for me. You like that, girlfriend? That was amazing. That was trash. <laughs> He was horrible. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake that ass up. Uh, in the morning. Check out this Breakfast Club Rewind. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building today. Yes, indeed. Dr. Carl Hard, Columbia University professor. Welcome, sir. Thank you for having me. Good Thank morning, you. sir. Tell them a little bit more about yourself. Uh, I'm a professor at Columbia. Uh, I also teach, I mean, work at the New York State Psychiatric Institute, where I'm a research scientist. I've been doing that for about 25 years. Mm -hmm. uh, before that, I was at Yale, and before that, I was at University of California, San Francisco. Now, yes. we talked about you earlier this week uh, because you were all over the news. You got a book out. And uh, you were talking that you are, you are an admitted heroin user. Well, get to the book first. The okay. book. Oh, you just say what was all over the news. That's what and, I'm asking. And I saw you on that crack um, documentary. Documentary crack also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I saw him on that crack. Like, Jesus no. Christ. It's great. Yes. Documentary. It's great. You should watch it if you guys haven't seen it yet. But the book is called Drug Use for Grownups, Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear. Explain that title. The real action is in the subtitle, mm -hmm. uh, Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear. Um, I use drugs as a topic to explore our own liberty. Uh, I'm a drug expert, so I use drugs. And I was trying to point out to people that the Declaration of Independence, for example, guarantees all of us three birthrights. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Correct. As long as you don't mess with anybody else's ability to do the same. Now, what that means is that you can live your life however you choose and I was using drugs as a topic it's like why should people care what you put in your body as long as you are a good person and so in exploring this topic this past week I realized that I'm an example of how moralistic we are regardless of what kind of person you are mm -hmm. people will attack you if you engage in certain behaviors that have been deemed evil. Whether well, uh, there was a time when homosexuality was the case, there was a time when black people were being attacked for just being black. Uh, now, uh, drugs, uh, crack, or heroin is, is the evil thing to engage in. Because those things hurt people, including the person using them, you know what I mean? Yeah, great question. So I didn't ask a question. But I he made a statement. <laughs> well, I was trying to save you, right? Mm -hmm. Because on the one hand, uh, you should know that heroin is a medication that is approved for treatment. Heroin and morphine are essentially the same drug. Point is, is that heroin is a perfectly good pain reliever. It also mm -hmm. induces euphoria and a wide range of uh, effects that we desire, like pleasure. So when you say that it doesn't harm you, Certainly, it can harm you. If people overdo it and they don't know what they're doing, yeah, they, they certainly can be harmed. Just like when you drive a car. Uh, but is it addictive, though? Is it is heroin addictive? Uh, is heroin addictive? Certainly can be addictive. You drink alcohol? Not really. Well, people drink alcohol. Alcohol is addictive. In my book, I'm trying to help people to understand what makes things addictive. Not the substance itself, because 
as much as 75% of the people who use heroin are not addicted. They don't have any problem. I always hear people say, well, I'm chasing that high I got the first time that I use it. Is that a real thing? Because I've heard so many people say that on documentaries. Yeah, I know, because we are willing to accept that, right? Um, it's certainly true. Like, just think of the first time you enjoyed an orgasm. It's like, it was amazing uh, for me the first time. It's like, am I chasing the first time I had an orgasm? No, yeah. of course not. But although I, I do. I like that feeling. I, I like that but feeling. But orgasm can't kill me, can I, it? What well, orgasm can't kill you? You certainly can get yeah, killed. Can. I mean, you, you think about attacks. sexually <laughs> translated diseases and, and so forth. Again, the title of the book is Drug Use for Grownups. I'm trying to have a grown-up conversation about drugs. And, but, and, that's what, but that's why we're asking because, and, you know, we don't know. Like, for instance, would you consider yourself addicted to heroin or when is the last time you used heroin? Uh, more than a year ago. I, I don't know. Oh, so, okay. uh, and, but this is the thing. Because people, the press makes it seem like you use it every morning, like you pop up. past off, five you, years. You, <laughs> you click open the fireplace. and give me but, a, that, but that's why we have you here. Yeah, explain I, I, I want you to know you, we're not we're not judging we're you not in any way. You, we're, we're bringing judging, you we're here asking. to have the conversation. Trust me, I appreciate it, and mm -hmm. I know it. What is the message you're trying to get across in drug use for grown-ups? All right, so you all know ASAP Yams, right? Yes. yes. I and mean, you know he died from what was termed a drug overdose. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. When that brother died, his mom contacted me and she gave me his toxicology report and showed me what was in the system. And it appears that he may have died from a combination of opioids and other sedatives. Mm -hmm. Now, for years, I have been writing that if you're going to use opioids, don't combine it with other sedatives like alcohol, people like promethazine. Don't combine your opioids with those drugs because it increases the likelihood of respiratory depression. So I made a promise to her that I would do everything I could to educate the public about this. And that's one of the main messages from the book. And this is the message that the New York Post does not say. And that's why I am. It upsets me so much when I have nothing but love and compassion, and people who are attacking me. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Watch, I'm watching your body language, and I see you shaking. I'm like, okay, is he going through a withdrawal, or is he upset about? Give something? me a break, man. I'm being honest. How Come on, man. I mean, upset. you know, uh, you're upset clearly. Yeah, you you know, it's like first of all, I have too much respect for you, too mm -hmm. much respect for you, and too much respect for you. Not to come here and be correct. All right, we have more with Dr. Carhart when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Roddy Rich. What was your relationship with Juice World? We didn't really have that, that much of a relationship. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I did respect was when he brought me to Coachella and he played cuz and I was on stage and I got to share that moment with him. That's when I had, not to say I didn't respect him before, but I had, my respect had grew real deep for him because of the fact that he brought me to my first Coachella. We was out there, he like chopped it up. I came I came to the crib where he was at and we was chopping it up. And when, and when we got on stage, he did that. And I didn't even know he was gonna do that. Mm -hmm. It was just like, enjoy this moment. Like we was on stage, he was like, look, they seem like, and I, I just respected that from him. Because he showed love when he didn't really have to. Damn, when you think about that moment now and you think about your record, Die Young, does that put that in a different perspective for you? No, I feel the same. That's why I be telling people, it's real out here. Even after I done got famous, you know, I find myself going to my city and like that really happened. It's really a rundown on you. And you got to always be prepared for that. 
if you ain't from that, then it don't apply to you, but it's real. Taking you back, back, back with the classic Rewind. Rewind. It's The Breakfast Club. If you miss The Breakfast Club, you don't come from my world. It's dangerous. Check out this Rewind. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Dr. Carl Hart. You talk about you haven't used heroin in over a year and a half, yes. right? Um, of course, the news made it seem like you use it every day. So what gets you to the point where you have to use heroin? Like, is, yeah. it, is it socially? Is it something going on in your life? Is it just hanging out with the boys? Or, you made it sound like yeah. smoking a cigarette. You're yeah. like, I'm, I sit by the fire. You said it's, I sit by, I sit the, by the fireplace and there's nothing like, better than doing a line. Yeah, so what, the day. But Dr. You do you've also talked about the withdrawal that you have to go through yeah. from so, that too, which is not easy. Right. So I'll, I'll answer this question. So um, one of the things that happens with heroin, as well as some other drugs, think of antidepressants in the same way. If you take heroin uh, consecutively for weeks or months and then you abruptly discontinue, your body has grown accustomed to the drug being in it. And so as a result, when you abruptly discontinue it, you get withdrawal effects. And these withdrawal effects can be unpleasant. Uh, with alcohol, however, when you do this with alcohol, you might die. Whereas with heroin, you can't really die from heroin withdrawal. But with alcohol withdrawal, you can die. And my fear is like somebody hearing this or reading your book and think it's okay well it's okay the doctor said it's okay to use drugs every once in a while he said it's not as it's not bad for me to use drugs it's just as bad as as having you know i can die the same way from having an orgasm that's my fear when kids hear that wait, and people hear that wait did i say what you just said <laughs> I, that's what it felt like no I, I, like. I, 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 I didn't say well, that. I, I just want to know what your message is just clear and plain yeah. what are you trying to get across in, in drug use for growing up i'm trying to tell people for example people who are using opioids i'm trying to say the risk is really increased when you use street drugs mm -hmm. and not you, know, you don't know what's in it uh, see if you can get it tested. It's important to know what's in your substance. Uh, and so, and I'm saying to government officials, if you really cared about your population, you would have these drug checking facilities where people can submit small samples of their drugs and have them tested for purity. And then we will know if it contains any contaminants. But yeah, I don't think I disagree with any of that, but I want to know why not just spend the money and resources on helping people get clean? And providing better opportunities for people. And if people are dealing with some type of real trauma, you know, giving them other methods instead of drug use. Because nine times out of ten, when people are on drugs, it's not for recreation. They're doing it because they're going through some type of trauma. And what he right said, up. you can't go to CVS to go buy your heroin. You can't say, okay, you know, let me go get a, you know, some Welch's fruit snacks and let me get a side of heroin. You can't buy it. So you're telling people to test it. They're getting it from dealers because you can't buy That's it. That's right. That's right. So if you're going to get it from dealers and so forth, make sure you can find some way to get it tested. Do you enjoy drugs, Dr. Carhart? Do you enjoy drugs? Some drugs I do. Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, that's otherwise, uh, why would I engage in an activity that I don't enjoy? Well, let's bring this home. Um, I agree on the fact that drugs should be legal. I don't think people should be going to jail when they have an actual problem. You know, I, I agree with that. But um, as far as like just encouraging people to do it recreationally just because they're going to do it anyway, <laughs> I'd rather personally get them some treatment. Personally, I'd rather I get them some I think he was saying that if people who are using it to be responsible, not, but he does say And that's why I say I would rather it. get those people some treatment mm -hmm. as opposed to encouraging them to just, you know, to creating safe spaces for them out. to do yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Now, I'd Shala, rather get them some Shala, man, you ain't going to get an argument from me when you're talking about treatment, man. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm with you. But that ain't what I'm saying. I'm not saying, yo, you should go out and do this. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that there are people doing this. And how can I, as a responsible professional, 
help enhance the safety. Absolutely. That's it. And I, and I, I would, I would, and I'm saying I would rather get those same people some help. I'd rather get them clean. Well, and provide them opportunity as opposed to providing a safe space for them to continue to do drugs. Well, you know, I have tried that too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, with relatives and friends, and they basically said, like, get the out of here, you pedantic ass. You know, and so uh, now I can't, uh, they, they don't even talk to me. So there's no way I can even help because, you know, they're going to, as adults, mm-hmm. people will do what they're going to do. And so um, I've learned as a parent, you know, my number one goal is to get my kids home. Right. And so they will do their thing and I have to figure out how to help them do their thing as safely as possible and how to make sure they are good people. Well, Dr. Carhart, we appreciate you for joining us this morning. Tell the title of your book one more time, please. Drug Use for Grownups, Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear. It was a great conversation. Thanks for Thank you for us. having me, man. Oh, I really appreciate I, it. I have no problem. Um, Exchanging ideas, even if we don't agree on on everything. Correct. I really appreciate it. You uh, you don't know how much it means. But to me. don't you overdose, because I swear to God, if you overdose, I'm gonna give you the greatest donkey of the day I have ever <laughs> written in my life. I promise you. Okay. Yo, uh, that's a bet. All right. Well, thank you, Doctor Carhart, for joining us. You're checking out the Breakfast Club. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy here. It's all fun and games till someone screenshots your message. Say goodbye to morning after guilt with that chat. This new encrypted social platform can help you stay truly private. No screenshots, recordings, or leaked messages. Get that chat for iPhone and Android at the App Store or find it at datchat.com forward slash envy. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. So we're asking if you just join us. Uh, well, let's play the clip. So cheating respectfully to me is cheating where I don't find out, is having control over your other women, is using condoms and not having babies. Like... Cheat respectfully because, believe it or not, your man is cheating. But I'm not leaving my man over a one-night stand. I will only leave my man for three re- three things. You bring me home an STD, you have a baby on me, or if you gay. Everything else is work outable for me. Yeah. So we're asking 800-585-1051, is there a respectful way to cheat? I say no way, not a chance. If you cheat, it's definitely disrespectful regardless. I've been down that road. Charlemagne has been down that road. Don't drag your first of all, speak You've for yourself. You've been down that road, too. I'll speak for myself. You speak for yourself, you bastard. All right? I've been down that road. It's something that I He's like, regret. growing up in New York. And, uh, <laughs> nope. I'm, I'm not laughing. It's not funny. Don't don't make it a joke. Because that was a, a that, that, that was what I did was disrespectful to my wife. It ain't funny. I don't even want to laugh about it. But That's no, real. there is no respectful way to cheat. All cheated is disrespectful. Don't laugh. I hear you. I hear you laughing. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what are you getting so mad for? Because it's not funny. Nah, I feel envy. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think there's a respectful way to cheat. You know, um, when you go home to your significant I can only speak for myself. You know, as a man, when I when I'm going home to to, to my wife, you know, a woman that I love, a woman that I say is my, I, my, my, my best friend. And, you know, I'm a person who thrives on authenticity and being honest. You're not authentic. You're not honest. Nope. You're not real if you're lying to the person that you call your best friend, the person that you took took vows with. So just for me, as, as you know, my, my guilty conscience 
wouldn't allow me to, to continue to do that. And, you know, that's when you're just feeding your ego. I always say that, you know, when you're sleeping around with a bunch of different women, you're not doing it because you're unhappy at home. You're doing it because you're unhappy with yourself. And, you know, you're but feeding your ego. You got a bunch of insecurities. There are levels. Like, imagine your man was paying for somebody else's rent in their apartment or bought somebody else a house or had this person in your home, don't in your marital Cam. Cam bed. Can't do nothing to nobody, man. Yeah, I'm not buying no I'm house. Just, you might pay some I'm rent. just saying things like that happen, and I do feel like that level is like, whoo, because women have forgiven men for cheating. But when they take it to the next level where they're doing all kinds of relationship type things, spending holidays away from their families, well, sneaking now you're out. Just but a lot of times mm -hmm. men just spend the money because it's hush money. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying. But they you spend the, key. the time too. They not just spending the money. Like yeah. they spend the time. No, but I'm Imagine they got a key to no. somebody else's house. Well, Y'all, you getting mail there? Yeah, then I doing, gotta drive yeah. by, go to the mailbox, and see your address is on the mail. Together. Yo, if you're not gonna say Calvin like, Hunter's name, <laughs> you're not gonna say, say his name. name. Say his name. Damn his, it! His incidents. <laughs> well, let's go to the phone line. Hello, who's this? It's crazy. Hey, my name is uh, Lamin. If Jasmine and Delta Morrell. Okay. okay. Both of y'all have disrespectfully cheated on each other. Yeah, both yeah, both of y'all respectfully disrespectfully cheated. No. Uh, no, we haven't. This is my girlfriend of uh, going on three years now. You've never cheated on her? No, I have never cheated on her. Good. And that's the God honest truth. What about you? What about you, young lady? Have you ever cheated on him? I've never cheated on him. Never gave him kitty cat away. I've been loyal to this man since day one. I love it. Thank you. I love y'all. Y'all would be disrespectful if you admitted it on the air right now. Well, say each other's names just in case. Yes, if, I if, have. If y'all lying, somebody will call y'all out. So say each other's names way fast. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jasmine. You can follow me at Instagram on Melanin Monroe. Man, give your social security number out while you at it, too. Listen, have you? do y'all believe there's a Wait, respectful way to name. cheat? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, my name is Lamin. You can follow me on Instagram, xkinglemon. You ain't say your last name. cheating. I know that cheating laugh. That aha. Uh -huh. When a man goes, aha, uh -huh. boy, you a wild boy, man. You a wild boy. <laughs> nah, nah, listen, though. Like, there is a right way to cheat, but you end up feeling like a scumbag in the end, and it's a lot of work. What's the right way to cheat, sir? Tell me, old wise one. <laughs> What's the right way to cheat? Number one, you make sure that the person that you're messing with already knows that you got a significant other and they know their place and they they're they're okay with their place. You sound like a cheater, yeah, sir. You sound like you know too much, bro. Let, let, let him keep digging his grave. Keep digging your grave. Ooh. Go, go number two. Now I'll be honest. In the past, before I met her, I was. Mm. In the past, mm -hmm. I was. And this is how I know this. Number two, never bring anything home. Never bring no type of itchy. I don't give a f what it is. Don't bring none at home. My bad for cuts on the radio. But don't bring none at home. And yeah. then, uh, okay. How, then, how many more? Three, you know, you know too much. Four. Okay, number four. Um, <laughs> just, just make sure that your house is happy before stepping outside. No, no, no. You're I feel you. Not terrible. I agree with all you yeah. said. How about don't cheat at all? I, I, I thought all those things too. <laughs> None of that worked. I'm telling you, not if you, not if you being honest with yourself. If you lying to yourself, all of that stuff works. But if you being honest with yourself, none of that stuff works because your guilty conscience gonna eat you up. Hello, who's this? This is B White. What's up, bro? We're asking: Is there a respectful way to cheat? It's a respectful way for everything. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> well, okay, us, what's the us. respectful way? Yes. None of her friends. No family members, use some protection, and what you know, it's a respectful way to do everything. I disagree. But okay, so you're okay if your woman cheats on you. If she you, does, I, so if a woman does that respectfully, you can be okay with it. 
is also a double standard for everything too. Oh Lord. It's a double standard for look, if a, a woman have a baby, it's mommy's baby, daddy's baby. It's, you know, it's, it's a respectful <laughs> way to do it. No, I don't think I think th- there is no respectful way to cheat. The act of cheating no. in itself is disrespectful. You disrespecting no, your man, wife. You used to mess with my cousin. You used to mess with my cousin. What's her name? Tasha. In South Carolina. Tasha. Yeah, Tasha. Why you? Why you? Why, don't why, why you? I don't remember. Okay, okay, okay. Whatever. Okay, put it like that. My bad. That's my bad for saying that. But it, it is a respectful way to do it. Now, wait, wait a minute. First of all, first of all, put a timestamp on this. How long ago was this when I allegedly was messing with this woman? Twenty eighteen years ago. Uh, Eleven years ago, he said he said he said he's free. Might for eight. be. Hey, man, I'm not going to deny or confirm. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm a wild boy. Ha 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 what up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. what up no, hey, no, what up, me? I don't know Natasha. I don't know no damn Natasha. I don't know no me. Hey, bro, thank you for calling. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> can speak in cold through laughs, boy. <laughs> you're a wild boy. You're a wild boy. Oh, boy. So, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is personally, this is just Leonard McKelvey, Charlamagne the God speaking. There is no respectful way to cheat. The act of cheating itself is disrespectful. You're yes, disrespecting I, your wife. I, I, I you're disrespecting your family. You're disrespecting yourself. I used to cheat to feed my ego. Now I feed my soul. I don't cheat. Black Amen. men don't cheat. Amen. Yee, you have anything to say? I mean, listen, you can't respectfully cheat thinking that respectfully cheating is that you don't get caught because you cannot predict that. You will get caught at some point. So. Chillax. All right, we got more coming up next, so don't move. Happy holidays. Don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. They've been here numerous times. And we said it's only right to give these brothers their flowers. That's right. We have the Migos in the building. <laughs> Quavo, Takeoff, yes, Offset. It's good to see y'all, Today's man. Today's a celebration. Right. It is. Man. We, we, we celebrating y'all. y'all. I saw Offset. I think it was Offset last year who said that y'all don't get y'all flowers. Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you feel like that's changed a little bit? I smell it right yeah, now. Yeah, they, 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 didn't, they didn't gave it back. They didn't been delivered to the we dough. Smell them, smell them. <laughs> I do smell them, absolutely. They literally yeah, bought you flowers. We did. We, we had we, 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 we got the balloons <laughs> for y'all. Bring the flowers. Bring the flowers. Now, mind you, it says culture two because the third the one third deflated. One, yeah, the third one deflated. Oh, my God. This but is we, terrible. We bought y'all some, we got y'all some flowers. Okay. Three dozen it. roses y'all for the Migos. Y'all been in the BS with us, so we just want to give y'all some flowers today. No chicken right or nothing like that. No funeral, right? No, no, no. We got some other flowers for y'all, too. That's three and a half grams of some good-ass weed. There you go. Yeah, it's legal. It's legal now. Yeah, Charlemagne, trust me. serving us. No, my brother Wax got a, a weed line. Okay. So the new it, album is out right now. <laughs> we just want to say congratulations and, and let's go through it, man. I know you don't usually don't get interviews like this, but we want to show love, man. That's what right, right, man. Y'all been the love most impactful too, rap group of the past decade. Yes, sir, man. Right? So you know we gotta celebrate that. I That's appreciate right. that. And y'all been working really hard. Thank you. Grinding. So let's talk about it. How long did it take to get Culture Three finished? What was the process in recording this album? Because I know one lives in L.A., some live in Atlanta, some live somewhere else. And y'all been talking about this album for like three years. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it took us like two and a half years. Every, like last summer we was getting ready in L.A. And um, we we stayed in this house together. And we stayed there for like six months just going in and just piecing it up. We had like, I think like six or seven records from that time. It's still on the album. 
Um, we went to Miami too. Yeah, then we went to Miami. We were just taking like, like little trips together and just. Did kept you have to reconnect in. the chemistry? Because I mean, y'all, you know, y'all doing so many different things. Did you had to sit there together and say, "Let's reconnect." I mean, we was already recording through the pandemic since it, since it started. We already record, but you know what I mean, since that we just putting since it was time to get the uh, you know what I mean, the game back. We had to uh, just pick and choose and just. Going to got you know what I'm saying championship mode grand mode. Most we recorded definitely. everything together and, too. And the chemistry there now. Mm-hmm. Won't forget that yeah, we grew up together. Off. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We we already know with each other thanking each other doing we don't see each other. So it's magic when we get together. Did the money did the money ever make y'all too comfortable? Nah. <laughs> nah. Damn, nah. Not even a little mm-hmm. bit. Nah. Nah. I don't you feel got, like we ain't never stopped working. Charlemagne was kind of like upset because he was saying we sold the sauce. So we was, we was selling the sauce too much. Like coming from. Where we came from, mm-hmm. you gotta give me for the sauce. You gotta sell them the sauce, else we selling something else. But it feel like everybody took the Migos wave, and y'all hadn't really capitalized on it the way I think y'all should have. Right. You know what I mean? Right. 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 I mean, I just I think that's what we do it for to inspire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's so different when we flash back to the first time y'all was up here to where we are now. Offset was in jail. I wasn't yeah. here. Yeah. Offset was here. Takeoff was the most we talkative. We shouted you out, though. Yeah. Yeah. Offset was in jail. Takeoff was the most talkative. <laughs> and Qua- uh, Quavo Dreads was short. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do a side-by-side or something. That was a long time ago. At, at what Man, point did y'all realize that if y'all don't start, like, speaking up and demanding your credit, y'all may y'all may not get it? You know, you see you see, you see, you see the people say little, say little things, you know what I mean? But... It's, I feel like it's just we was missing. We just ain't putting a product out. I ain't but feel like they was still they were counting out groups though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they still do that they now. They was always talking about other artists. They don't never say nothing about groups or when they talk about single artists, they don't place us as one. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we, you know what I'm saying? We trying to stabilize ourselves as, as one whole artist. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we do our things yeah. separately and together as a whole. Migos is. A, it's one man band, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if you don't get your credit, I think you, or ask for it, you work hard, you feel me? And it's just gonna show itself. Oh God. Now, How did this down. album evolve though, from when you guys first started doing it to where we are now? Cause I'm sure you had to push it back, the pandemic happened. So what was the process from where you started off, like this is what it's gonna be, to where you got it to? Mm. It was like 60% done like for yeah. like two years. Like, like these, la- these, la- these last records. Like Justin Bieber, Drake. They become a last minute. Cardi. Best record. All them records came like two, three weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? So we just made sure we laid down the foundation and then all the good shit started coming in. With the time though, it was hard to chew though because we probably got like 700 songs we recorded since we dropped. I can show it in my, my media too. Like it's like 600 songs, 500, I got one and he got one. How did y'all know Coach would be a trilogy? Did y'all plan it like that from the start? They kept counting us out every time we dropped on the culture. They said it wasn't gonna be good as as, as culture one. Mm-hmm. And every time we came back and proved them right. So we we wanted to do that. It put that it put that you know what I'm saying that pressure on us and and we're like we had a goal to set. You know what I'm saying? Cause we always wanted to outshine or out you know what I'm saying do the first ones or the second ones. Like with music, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now with the videos, y'all filmed in Jamaica for why not? Yeah, and we what filmed was, that in Jamaica. I saw yeah. Popcon in there. What was that experience? That was hard. Uh, <laughs> Popcon Pop 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 came. Yeah. Hard. That's hard. He hard, man. He um, just pulled up. Or? Yeah, he pulled up. He pulled up. Yeah, like a hundred deep. Yeah, yeah. Real, yeah real trenches. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, real yeah. trenches. Hundred deep. I ain't playing. Yeah, they pulling up. How was nah, but we were shooting the Khaled video. Make it fun. We were shooting. Yeah, we shot the her video with Khaled, and then we just we shot took our that video time. Said we about to shoot our video. That's said Khaled was very hospitable. 
Yeah, my boy is nah. a player. What, what did he lay out for y'all? Man. <laughs> he sent the jet. He, he, having, he having a good chef when you get to the house. But he sent the jet, had a chef. He got the best chef in the yeah, world. Y'all ain't. Y'all got to eat over there. I y'all eat ain't over there. Different. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what you got. That, Food that, is crazy. Yeah, that's when you go make the record, though. You feel me? Yeah. So, so when y'all clear to make the record, all right, I'm gonna send the jab. I'm gonna get the chef. Yeah. Put y'all up. That's <laughs> one call. You know, I, need I record. got a record for yeah. you. Get the record. I need you to get here. After we do, ask you where you want to shoot the record. I said I never went to Jamaica. He said we gone. Yeah. Boom. Fired up the jet. Right, we yeah. got shot the video. Shot out video. Yeah, it was magic ever since then. Yeah, after, man. after the video, he said y'all. You know what I'm saying? Good. Y'all good. Y'all chill. Y'all yeah. Everything. Did Khaled fit the whole bill? Enjoy Jamaica. I guess. So whose idea was it to do the Avalanche record? I cooked that beat up right yeah, there from scratch. Yeah, my boy. Cooked that beat up, me and DJ Durrell. Yeah, my boy Durrell. We be cooking up beats. Where were you listening at? Were you at the crib and it came on one of the old stations, or you was like, "Mama, listen to this record"? It was just in my head, the Temptation song. I was just like. I know we can rap on anything once we pull it up. And I was just like, Drill, let's let's get it. I need you to goddamn pull this up. We went we actually pulled it off of YouTube and then started working from there. Then Motown got the, you know what I'm saying? They they we we with Motown and the Temptation there too, so I just got the whole wow. setup and files and just broke it down and went to work. And when y'all heard it, y'all knew immediately that was it. Yeah, I knew it. Mm -hmm. It felt good. When I heard that bass line come in. Okay, first he was rapping on top for like or like 30 seconds in the baseline hit, I was like, ooh, yeah. this is, this is mad. Papa Rosa Rolling Stone, they got Rolling Stones in the bezel. Damn. And y'all ain't even got no hook. It feel like y'all just wanted to get on there and, and, and snap and let people know y'all, you know, y'all do this for real. Just walk on it. I saw Jay-Z commented on that song. That first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Shout out to Is yeah. that the ultimate cosign? That's the ultimate cosign. Yeah, he don't get no bigger than that. I'm telling you. He done made it to another planet. Rapping. Mm -hmm. He started out rapping. All right, when we come back, we got more with the Migos. Let's play a joint off their album. This is Avalanche. Ooh. It's the Breakfast Club. Papa was a Rolling Stone, but now I got Rolling Stones in the bezel. Ice. Avalanche, the Migos. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the Migos. Charlemagne? Quip, I'll be wondering, how you got so tapped in with New York artists? Whether it was Pop Smoke or Bobby Smurda, how did, how did those relationships happen? Man, shout out to New York, New York man. I'm... Um, um, um. In my second spot, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Nah, but um, it's just all love, man. Jay, 1,000. Them boys, 1,000. Pop Smokes, 1,000. Jay, always R.P. Rest of Soul. Always just ready to learn, just lock in, just soak it up. And every time he just, he always just reacted fast like he already knew what he wanted to do. And then Bobby, shit, they've been our dogs since 2013. And we just stayed locked in ever since. Y'all doing an album with him? Y'all doing an album together? Or project? With Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, got to finish the Schmigo. Schmigo. I feel like y'all met at Powerhouse back in the day. I don't think that was the first time. I, I think know. it was oh, Rochester. Before then? Okay. It was, it was like Rochester, New yeah. York or something like that. Y'all got family out here? Because you be in the the craziest spots in, in, in New York. I be seeing you pop up and be like, how the f*** are you here? You know I'm having family. family. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm having family. family. Hello. Yeah, family. Uh, I was like, um. So yeah, that make us got family. We got family out here too. You know what I mean? Because Quavo, you, you, even with Pop Smoke, you was on him early. For sure. Like y'all was for connected sure. early. Don't y'all got an album or something? Yeah, together? we we had we, we had when we had a whole bunch of songs we was finna put together. I don't know if we're gonna do it now. I gotta holler at Steven Victor, but that's who made it happen. I just mm -hmm. told him he was hard and he was in LA. I told him to pull up on me then ever since then we was just we made shake the room and light it up, the one that's on our album, made that twice the same day. We went to London, made like four records, West Coast. Every time we got together, we just made something put it out. So. And I heard you say on the new album that you wish you could have them uh, up under your wing. So even when y'all had that time together, 
What was the relationship like? Jeff, you know what I'm saying? Like mentoring Jeff, making sure he, you know what I'm saying, going through what we were, go you know what I'm saying, going through mm -hmm. the right motions and asking about females and all type of things like that. How, how do situations like that, uh, you know, alter the way y'all move? You know what I mean? When you see the, the, the untimely things that happen to brothers like Pop Smoke. Gotta move militant, man. Move like you got you got something to lose. I got kids to go home to. You know what I'm saying? So I don't be believing in a tough man. Like I'm gonna pay what I gotta pay to protect my family. Everything I'm, got, I'm having security at my house. Mm -hmm. Sitting outside my house 24 hours. You gotta protect yourself. Oh, you worth a lot. Yeah. You can lose a lot. Crazy right now. A lot of people depend on robberies and carjackings. You see the, the security guard got shot at Lenox Mall. Did that make like, y'all move different in your own hometown? Nah, it definitely make you move different. Make you think about life. You know what I'm saying, Mo? Think about your decisions. And you be like, man, so many stuff, so much stuff happened. We got to move. You know what I'm saying? We got to move right. I'm glad to hear so. that, because I'll set you come a long way from jumping off stage with the Falcon Punch <laughs> and getting your own hands dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta you gotta clean up, understand the business side of everything and become a man for real. And moving right, yeah, in that aspect to Offset, we know you're good and married, but for Takeoff and, and Quavo, how do you know a woman loves you for you? Like, how do you even date now, not knowing what people's intentions are? I don't. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> what you see? Uh, you like gotta be scared to, to death. That's what I asked them. That's why I asked my new album, what you see? I want to know what they see. <laughs> I really know what, what they see, because... About 100 million. I feel like they see they say everybody else, so I'm trying to see what y'all see? So how do you know. date? Like, what do you do? DMs? Is it people you know? Is it somebody hooked me up? I ain't got no tea. Now you try to get some tea. No, I'm, <laughs> you ain't got to name names, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, let's, let's, how does... Let's just cut right here for some tea. You ain't got no tea. tea. You ain't got to be specific, but no, I'm just saying, no. like, how does it happen then? Because, like I, mean, I said, you don't know... I feel like everything happened for a reason, so I feel like if God... No, 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 no. for real, no, no, for real, though. So, I believe, I believe in God, so I feel like God got that special one for me. And I be asking him, like, is this the one? You don't know, you know what I mean? So I be telling him, I feel like he gonna let me know when it's the one. Good answer. That's a hell of a line, too. Amen, amen. God gonna let me know. Any woman that asks you that, that's what you say. If it's God's will. That's what I'm saying. Take that, ye. Amen. God. Wait, now what have been the benefits? Hold on, Quavo didn't answer. How do you know what somebody wants from you, though? You just live and you learn, you just go through the motions. See, I ain't got time to be living and learning and going through the motions. I ain't got too many mistakes to make, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, now, what have been the benefits of being in a group the past 10 years? You got brothers to call and talk about all this good Everything. <laughs> it's a lot of anything. I can talk to them about anything. I ain't got to hold back now. Mm -hmm. What's the celebration like for y'all? Like, when the album was done and turned in, what did you guys do? At the house, just going crazy. Just <laughs> oh, went out to eat. Yeah, yeah. we did eat, too, though. Probably go out to eat today, too. Y'all ain't tired at all. I seen y'all in Miami one night. Y'all went to Atlanta we ain't the next slept. night. We haven't got no sleep. Atlanta the next night. Ain't no night. sleep. This morning. We probably ain't no getting sleep. like three hours of sleep since this whole, these last two weeks. That's why no, you got the game holograms. last night. Yep. That's why you got yeah, the holograms everywhere. Now we got the holograms in the city. We trying to time travel. Anybody got a time traveling machine, just let us know. For real. That's what we trying to do. I feel like y'all y'all had a wager with Meek or something. I got a $10,000 um, bet. Dang. If we tied, we going up another dime. But yeah, we tied last night, but he ain't want to bet. You know okay. what I'm saying? What's your prediction for the whole thing? I think the Hawks going to beat these boys. All like win everything. Really? I think the Hawks gonna beat Philly, and then, and then whoever we play, we gonna beat. We got, it depends it's on a lot what of looking at. players. We gonna take advantage of that. Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, they just. Yeah. Brooklyn got some I missing folks. Brooklyn banged yeah, Brooklyn up right now. Missing, it got some missing important important missing folks. But you got Milwaukee. Milwaukee good though. 
I ain't gonna front, man. I like Trey Young. I like I like the way he talks. See, nobody they can't guard no point guard. No nobody got a true point guard in the NBA. And that's what, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the difference when you got a scoring point guard because you got a double team move, then you find, he finds somebody open. All you got to do is do your job. Now, now let's talk about this uh, Mount Rushmore of Atlanta because I saw y'all talking about that. Is, that. is that an all-time list y'all feel like y'all should be on in just all the past time, decade? Not, not, shout out to the city, but all-time, yeah, all though. Time. I, it's bigger than, you feel me? Yeah. Once you create different. something. We should be on there with y'all. All-time, Atlanta. Us. See, yeah, we got to have our head connected as one, so that's one. That's one, right? Yeah, I say Gucci, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tip. Mm-hmm. I feel about, Little John, JD, Tip. All the way around. Oh, all time Atlanta. All, all time. I feel like Little John, JD, Tip, and Outcast is one. I put Outcast on there. I just gonna say that Outcast is one. Got to put Outcast. But if you, I think y'all a certain era, so I feel like it would be like. Y'all, Gucci, Future, and somebody. They said all time. We're going all time. All oh, time is tough, man. All time. For the all time. It's only four, what is it, four spaces? Yeah, four spaces. Four spaces. So us, okay. Oh, come on, what else? What we got? You got to put Little John on it. Little John got to be on this somewhere. How big somewhere. is this mountain? <laughs> yeah, how big is it? That's an outcast. Like that's the Crunk era helped raise y'all, didn't it? In a, in a lot of ways. Crunk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's how we. It was the point we. That's how we had. He mm-hmm. created. All, he created a lot of lanes for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So God. you got to put the boy Lil John on now. You ain't wrong. Well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, uh, John, he, he he brought a lot of people behind him. Crunk snap. That's all John. And he still getting money. He's a Crunk and the snap. He's right. Yeah. And EDM. He went EDM. Yeah. Down. So you ain't gonna put Soldier Boy on there? No, man. Soldier Knight from Atlanta. I'm gonna start this. All right, well, don't move. We got more with the Migos when we come back. Let's get into Amigos Mini Mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Amigos Mini Mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the Migos. Charlemagne? You know, we, we've all heard rumors uh, over the past decade of, of the Migos breaking up. Was, was there ever a moment where that was really true? Never. No, never. man. <laughs> we got re- real blood family, man. Mm-hmm. No, bro. We got to say that. Never that. Who said that, too? That's Cap. I ain't never heard you that. You know they say that's Cap. You never heard that? It's like just sources, y'all. It's Cap. Migos leaving, Quavo going with Kanye, this and that. Oh, like, man. Yeah, off, Cap, man. Bad and Bougie was Offset song by itself. See, what's oh, wrong man. with the generation is they always trying to divide and conquer, man. That's that's what be going on. We like, need to uplift. Mm-hmm. Who's the best and who's this? I might see some on Instagram. They got two different artists and be like, tap. If this person better and like if this person, that what wrong with the generation? Why mm-hmm. they can't be uh, both on fire? You know right. what I'm saying? Or is this trash or is this you know what I'm saying garbage? Or whatever. Like because everything be like hard. It should, mm-hmm. We should be. And we ain't never split each other. Money. Yeah. Majority of platforms good. be you know what I'm saying. Same. Feel me the same. Our same color, and they be doing some of the shadiest. What's the name? Maybe so it's like, we need to just you know what I'm saying. Generation. Do better. Mm-hmm. Out of 700 songs, how do you come together and decide which ones make it though? Stand out some We just get the gang in the room We just play them and Play the day hard. put in front of the yeah. day ones and Some of it be like six or seven, seven already Just you don't, you don't even question You knew Avalanche was on there Yeah, yeah. Down. yeah. You knew Straightening right. was there was there. Yeah. Yeah. We came to get some straightening We had to put that on there mm-hmm. I can't believe y'all got to explain What that is to people <laughs> I guess and I am like from I, the You got to get on the lingo right. so You from the south yeah. So you understand straightening your parents used to say that to you. Yeah, get this little boy, get, get this boy some straightening. Yeah. See, I appreciate that, Charlie, man. I, I, I can't I believe people asking y'all what that means. And lost, yeah, too. Man, you got to get an understanding for you, you know what I'm saying? Get some straightening. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. 
You know <laughs> can't get nothing. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. Ain't no straightening Damn. unless you get some straightening. Y'all haven't had to do that to nobody in a while, though, right? Right. Yeah. No, yeah. We got straightened with this album all the time. Yeah. Anybody yeah. that was playing with the name Migos, we got straightened with this album. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Any, some, anybody some who thought anything, any thought process. Put some respect, like my boy. What nice, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right up. Put some respect on. So you feel like people was questioning whether or not this was gonna be. Nah, y'all gonna put some respect on my name. Oh God. No, you know what's great though is for you guys all separately, individually, have your own things going on, but that you could come together and and that's what's powerful, right? That you all have all these separate projects. Uh, that happen and then you're able to say okay now it's time for the Migos to regroup like Voltron and you gotta and stay with your foundation mm -hmm. three headed months can't have no home without the foundation so can we talk about the individual projects too that you guys have I know my, my girl Ricky was working with you on a show a streetwear show right Ricky yeah that's Ricky. my girl HBO man Ricky she, 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 she's amazing mm -hmm. black strong powerful woman and she had yes. me and she put she, she, she fire I love her for sure we, uh, we did a uh a, a, a show that's gonna come on HBO Max called The Hype about um, streetwear designers and giving them a chance to shine because you know a lot of the big designers take their dripping go and make all the money from it they don't never get the credit so we're giving them a chance that's all right brother hell yeah wasn't that show supposed to be on Quibi? nah that was something else? HBO Max Quibi was the the, the, the gaming show I had got and you, then, got the, you. then the other show I had when I did Jay Leno's Car Garage stuff like that yeah so how did, how did going solo impact the group though? What did y'all learn when y'all went to go off to do y'all solo projects? How did that impact the group when y'all came back together? Can't nobody, they still can't f with us. We yeah. just do, we, we can we can do it any way you want to come. Because all our albums were successful. Mm -hmm. And we still come back and be successful as one. So I feel like we just a different group. We need to get, they need to, we need, they need to put that, put us in a different shelf. Because I don't be, I don't know no other group that done did that. Actually, now that we talk about it, like drop seven projects and then come back successful as a group again on you, bomb. Wu Tang, but but ain't nothing bigger than okay. Okay, shout out to Wu Tang. Yeah, Wu -Tang. Yeah. yeah, since we did right behind, that's good with me. Behind Wu Tang, that hard. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing bigger than the group. Ain't nothing. We realize, you know what I'm saying? The bigger the group get, we get individually. So you know what I mean? We just worry about the group and get I, it to its highest. You know what I'm saying? Potential. I just deal with the pandemic because y'all stay on the road, stay on. We turned the pandemic. We turned the pandemic into a pandemic. You, you know, know that's the. That we young, no. yeah. And you with Real. your kids? Got to know your kids in school, so you got to you you got to be a teacher now. Yeah, the homeschool thing. I want to let them go to school, so that that, that that was crazy learning. To try to keep them. They so young, like to keep them paying attention to the computer. At first was hard. They want to try and do that. I might look my daughter Lily. She be look. She be there while I'm there, and I go to my room, come out. She watch the TV. The thing playing and the camera off. How you know how to do that? <laughs> She's smart. She's smart. Yeah. She's smart. She mean, boy. Yeah, it's crazy. How's fatherhood changed you, Offset? You know, it make you uh see the bigger picture, see see the real light to life. You know what I mean? Like, you be living by yourself so sometimes and young and with no guidance. So now you got to guide them. Now I got to guide them. And they really, my kids really pay attention to me, tell me, like, anything I'm doing or I just catch them. Like, if I'm, if I'm about to post a video, my kids are staring at me. So I noticed that. I influenced them so big, so if I be on some bull, they gonna be on it, no matter who, what position I'm in, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So just being a responsible father, being there for them. I ain't had that, so a lot of times, I done made some, I done made some big mistakes, big mistakes in life. Mm -hmm. So I try to stay on mine. Yeah, I remember when you was here by yourself and then you was talking about wanting a relationship with your pops, then you, you ran into him somewhere. Ran into him, 
Ran it, I ran into him, <laughs> boy. Chill out, bro. You know what I mean, I ran into him. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. That looked like love, though. Yeah, it was love, love, yeah. love. I stand it. I helped him out. You know what I mean? Had a you relationship know. now. Haven't seen him since. Um, I seen him. I, I, he called me. I answered the phone. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to pops, man. I don't want to drag pops through the gotcha. mud or nothing, nothing like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was nice meeting him. You know what I mean, nice, nice. I did. That's something I accomplished through my life. You know what I mean? So that's what's up. Absolutely. T- take off during the pandemic. What were you doing? You know what I'm saying? Uh, still <laughs> spinning. You know what I mean? Chilling with the fam. Mm-hmm. Fam time working. Watching movies. Like what? Because I watched, I was saying the other day, I never really get to watch movies and TV like that until this pandemic. So what kind of things? Well, like what kind of movies? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's still movie, spinning. Man. What was you buying during the pandemic? And I bought some watch. I bought me two, three <laughs> watches, some chains. I bought this through the pandemic. When as soon as it started, that was the time to buy all that real estate in Atlanta. Yeah, you got all that real estate in Atlanta. My stuff tripling in there. Your house went up two million dollars. Two M. Yeah. God damn. Yes, sir. I told me too. Yeah. Get in. Why, why did Jesus piece take off? Was it for spiritual reasons or? Because uh, you know, yeah. Without him, none of us would be here. That's, That's what right. A lot of people don't realize. Yeah. And um, you know what I mean, we religious. I'm Christian, and I keep God first. And I put, I put my grandma name on the back. Um, I lost my grandma, so damn. it means a lot to me. Sorry. So I, I wear this. I miss. I wear it all the time. Even if I got other jewelry on, I, and I, and it don't go right with the setup, I still tuck it. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it up on me. Mm-hmm. Now they said you the movie man. So what was you? What was you on? I was, everything is new. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But I watched a little, the uh, little series, like The Godfather of Harlem, mm-hmm. Little Snowfalls. Okay. That's what I've been on recently. Mm-hmm. And I watched like little documentaries. Like, I rewatched stuff, like the old Tyson documentary. Little Five Heartbeats. Just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Jane, the Five Heartbeats classic. Jane Brown. Yeah, just classic stuff. And just, what's up? Just new. What about you, Quaver? What you did during that pandemic? Uh, I was shooting some movies, getting into it. Um, Shoot some movies. What about so production? Production is your thing too. So are you gonna are you gonna go like real deep into it as far as producing for other artists and? I just like producing for us. If it make me feel like you know what I'm saying on some just been doing that since eighth grade since I was in eighth grade. But I don't never like take the credit for it. You know what I'm saying stuff like that. I don't like tags and like that. I just like just being in behind the scene. But I most definitely like messing with beats and I make them for other artists. But you'll never know if I if I did it or not. Until Why? you see like the credit. Oh, until you see the credit. And stuff like that, yeah. And I saw you produced a horror movie, right? Yeah, I sh- um, scored a horror film and, and, and executive produced a horror film called The Resort. It's out right now, and it's it's a it's a scary movie. Shot at my boy Will, <laughs> and that's it. All right, we got more with Amigos. When we come back, let's get into another joint off the album. This one's featuring Drake. That was the Migos featuring Drake. Migos are here. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne? I feel like that's going to be the next uh, the next level for all of the Migos, the TV film world. Yeah, we Man. yeah we like it. We love TV. Yeah, yeah put me on TV. Put me on that screen. I was working with LL. I see you working with LL. LL the GOAT, man. How I even work with him? LL. First time yeah. I seen him, I just told him, like, hey, man, put me on the NCIS show, man. What, what we doing? <laughs> he like, bet. I'm going to hit you for real, though. I'm like, all right, bet. And then he hit me probably like a few weeks later. And then I had a meeting through my agency with, the, with, with, with him. When I sit down, he just come in, come shake my hand. I got you. I'm going to let you handle your business. Don't, he told me, like, don't mess up, though, bro. You a brother. You got you to gotta ace this. I'm like, bet. 
Then I got that's how I got the show. Straight off his word. Wow. One that's time he told me. Closed mouth don't get fed. Wow. Promise you. That's that's serious. And no matter what level you at, you still can't be afraid to ask for something. Can't be. You better Facts. open your mouth. Well, I right. said, why you don't lean into the dancing more, man? I've been waiting for that since that. Tell him again. Tell him again. I've been waiting for that since that BET performance. I think it was I, a BET performance. Ain't no shame, my guy. It's about timing and when you do it, it gotta be iconic moments. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It, it gotta be an iconic moment. And and then we're gonna set something up. We're gonna hit the stage we soon. Hit, we, we, hey, we watch that. BET. In that show. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, y'all at the BET Awards? Yeah, I ain't running. In that show, though. Oh, y'all got a routine? Come on. Man. Hold on, the Quavo and Takeoff got moved to. Hit new steps. Okay, okay. New steps. Why can't be a routine? New steps. New steps sound better than routine. So, y'all got a whole, y'all got some choreography planned? Steps. New steps. <laughs> My name <laughs> Footwork. How much has the game changed since y'all got in it 10 years ago, man? Because that's a long time. Oh, we just stayed, we just stayed just dropping music. We ain't know shit was changing until they was telling us, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we were just like just dropping music. And then once we found out, like, when we dropped our first Wild Rant album, it didn't do too crazy because it wasn't no mixtape. And we were thinking that, you know what I'm saying? It was, like, it's mixtape. Style like when you drop it, so I, we was like, "Damn, hurt it hurt us," you know what I'm saying? Then after that, when we came back, we had to just go back to our singles. Just kept dropping singles, kept dropping singles, dropping mm -hmm. singles, and then people had to like want an album, and then that's when we came out with culture. And we realized how you know what I'm saying. A lot of our, or some of our generation really said a lot of not us. You know what I'm saying? They know about you feel me the the OG music. You feel me or the you know what I'm saying the people we look up to. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If people was born in the 2000s or whatever, it'd be still shocking to me that they don't know. You know the appreciation for hip-hop, for music mm -hmm. in general. A lot of people got stuff to say and don't know nothing about it. But even the way people looked at you changed. At one time, they was like, they mumble rapping. Now it's like... What it was, it was a flow, though. I figured it out. Y'all yeah. don't understand. They it didn't understand the flow. The flow. Because if it they was, said we mumble rap, we can pick, pick any... Bar or verse you think we mumble rap then we can tell you what we said. <laughs> well, you know, but it was the cadence, I think. It was the cadence and the speed we was coming. I can see that. We mm -hmm. changed the whole two if you go to twenty thirteen when no artists having to bounce but still right now it's a little slower right now. That's why we be saying we motivated we we started this flow. I, that's what I think it just was. They ain't know what it was. Like, who these boys from Atlanta? Mm -hmm. What is they You're too fast for them. They too fast you know for them. Cadence, they weren't used to it. But now everybody can pick up and, you know what I'm saying? That's the lingo now. So, well, everybody we followed y'all. We all dialed in, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Are y'all vaccinated? Because y'all got a song called Vaccine. <laughs> that's all I kept thinking about when I listened to that it's record. The Blue Benjamin Vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> the Special kind of vaccination. Yeah. Nah, but. The Blue Benjamin Vaccine. I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Are you all vaccinated? Yeah. I'm All right, not. good. I'm glad. <laughs> you I'm got vaccinated, Quavo? I'm sitting yeah, next to Quavo. Yeah, me and COVID, we, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this you got it? All right, check this out, though. Uh, you I had, had, you had got it? Oh, I got the vaccine. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, got the, I, got, I got the so shot. So, Offset, you're not vaccinated? No. Neither is Charlamagne, so that's the unvaccinated side. Oh, I don't got it. Nah. Listen what I'm saying. This is the thing with me, right? Let me explain my... Let me take my glass off. Okay. So, look, right? You want to take the shot, right? Okay. Cool. cool, but it's good for 12 months. 12. So 
and ain't nobody really stamped that it stopped. So every year you got to take a shot yeah, right, at this yeah. point. Like mm-hmm. the That's flu what they're saying, right? Yeah, like the flu shot. My mama ain't never gave me the flu shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my mama wasn't never going for that in the first place. My mama got a shot. My mama, she got it. But this is what I'm saying. The vaccine. This one got though. the vaccine. We, mama. You take the vaccine, <laughs> but <laughs> we still got to take COVID tests right now. Vaccinated and all. Right, because you can still get COVID. Yeah, the vaccine's not a cure. So you can give it to him. What's going on with that, though? Why I got to still take the COVID test? Because it's not a cure. Because you can give it. you like Okay. Get I'm explaining. I can still get COVID. No, no, no. Because no, if you get, if you get, yeah, it's not a kill. No, I'm explaining. With the vaccination, if you get COVID, yeah. you won't get as sick and you won't get hospitalized. You'll be fine. You can still but you can still give it to Offset, who's not vaccinated. Oh, and they told you it was a kill. They told me it was over with. No, man. No, man. Tell them again. Yeah. So you can give it to them. Then you can look, still get it, but thing. you won't get sick you and you won't be hospitalized. Yeah, listen, be I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Nah. I'm just hesitant because I've never seen them in a rush to remedy any other illness in the Y'all black community. Whether it's poverty, police brutality, f***ed up schools. Talking about they put magnets on your arm and you no, we watched seen that. I've seen that. I've seen it. We've seen it on our eyes. What you mean? A quarter. Stuck to uh Man, come on, I ain't going to to the arm. If you got the vaccine, Not to my arm. Anybody can do that, man. Put a quarter on your arm. He did it on his forehead the other day. Yeah, it's a trick. You can no, you got no, 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 that no, no. you got a metal it's, plate in your forehead. You got to be on your second shot. <laughs> it's a it's a trick, man. It's after the second shot. You can do it like this. That's a penny. That's your head wet. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you sweat. Your head wet, bro. Sweat. <laughs> that, that sweat. That is, hey. <laughs> He had the soap quarter off his skin, literally. Like it was stuck on the From the COVID shot? From the second, yeah, from the second COVID shot. And he got, got and like when he seen it, like I seen on his face, he like, like man, he what? really knew that. Oh, he was, he was, was sick. Johnson he and was Johnson, sick, brother. Pfizer or Moderna? Which one mine? He got, I think he got, what he got? He got Johnson. He got, he got the other one. The other one. See, that's what I'm saying? Then there's four different versions. Two or two of them, man. I ain't trying to do all that. Then one got counseled. I'm, I'm not trying to be a lab rat, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, wait. I'm probably going to get it. I'll wait. That's what I said. When, yeah. it's, when it's A1 and I ain't got to take so it. So y'all don't got the vaccine. I'm vaccinated. I travel too. I don't got it. And think about how many people y'all take pictures with, fans that y'all take pictures with. You don't know where they been. That's a fact. That's why I'm, it go back to, to what That's I'm why I'm about to do these new hologram things, but. The hologram's vaccinated. And you got to think about all the times you went raw. It's kind of the same thing. You yeah, taking a chance? Let's get into it. Wait, hold on. Before that, I want to ask about the um, Savage Fenty relationship. Shout out to Riri. You know she hit us oh. up. You know my baby. You know what I mean? Okay. I never heard him say nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I put that together. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but now shout out to Riri, though, man. You know what I mean? That's fam. Now can we get to a record hold of that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, we got something else for y'all. Okay. This for you, Seth. Okay. You know what I mean? Some nice liquor. This for... Uh, it's a Casa Dragones. That's expensive bottle, too. This for you, Take Off. Okay. 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 And this for you, Quavo. That's the expensive bottle. That's uh that, that Casa Dragones tequila. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? About $400, $500 a bottle. $500 bottle. You know what I mean? That package You know, I told y'all we gonna celebrate y'all, man. You know what I mean? Gotta get amigos that they You ain't do it like Khaled did it. Yeah, you ain't well, listen, you know, Khaled, I act my wage. Okay. Okay? He's having his wage. I act my wage. Congratulations on Culture 3. Yes, sir. It's a celebration today. You see that? No bullets. I know y'all thought we were going to throw a curveball in there. No bullets. We appreciate y'all, brother. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. no. I was ready. You was ready? You was, Quavo? Nah, I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
It's time to wake up. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Angela Yee here, and my friends at the General Insurance give you quality car insurance for less. Check out their affordable rates and flexible payment options by calling 800-GENERAL or visiting thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. You make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Wow, donkey of the day goes to Ronnie O'Neal. It honestly just dawned on me this morning that Ronnie O'Neal is from Florida. I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. What does your Uncle Charlotte always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. But Florida, I can't blame this one on y'all. This is a lot deeper than being from Florida. Okay, to be honest with you, I really believe Ronnie O'Neal is a villain in the new Boondocks cartoon. Okay, Aaron Magruder had to write this. Like, if there was a multiverse for the Boondocks, Ronnie O'Neal might be an evil variant version of Riley Freeman. Wait a minute, Uncle Charlotte. Who the hell is Ronnie O'Neal? Okay, you're right. Let me not assume everyone knows. Ronnie O'Neal is the human who acted as his own attorney in his double murder trial. He was accused of killing his 33-year-old girlfriend, Kenyatta Barron, and their disabled 9-year-old daughter, Ron Nabia O'Neal. R.I.P. to both of them, and I'm sending condolences and healing energy to their families. If you need a refresher on the situation, let's go to WTSP 10 Tampa Bay for the report, please. Opening statements are underway in the murder case against Ronnie O'Neal III. He's the Riverview man accused of killing his girlfriend and their nine-year-old daughter three years ago. O'Neal is taking an unusual stance of representing himself in court, so here's some of what he had to say to the jury. I'm pleading not guilty to the charges of premeditated murder. They didn't want you to know the truth. We're going to see who the liars are before it's all said and done. Mark my word. There is a public defender on standby if he does change his mind. He faces the death penalty if convicted. He's going to die. Uh, Ronnie O'Neill was accusing prosecutors of fabricating evidence. Fabricating evidence. Hmm. <clears throat> Ronnie O'Neill was charged with two counts of first-degree murder. Uh, a count of attempted first-degree murder, two counts of aggravated child abuse, and a count of resisting a law enforcement officer without violence. Now, if someone, you know, kills two people and stabs another, because Ronnie also stabbed his eight-year-old son, who, thank God, survived, if police come over and see all this chaos, how could they possibly fabricate evidence? Now, I know Ronnie O'Neill is claiming his girlfriend killed his, his daughter and tried to kill his son. That's why he killed her. But we always have to remember in life, a lie ain't nothing to tell. If a bold-faced lie was a person, it would be Ronnie O'Neill III. And see, the thing about a lie is when you tell one lie, it leads to another. So you tell two lies to cover each other. Then you tell three lies. And, oh, brother, first lie he told was that his girlfriend killed his daughter and stabbed his son. Well, his son took the stand and had to relive that trauma. Listen. How you doing, Ronnie? Good. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, too. Did you see me shoot your mom? No. Did I hurt you that night of this incident? Yes. I did. And how did I hurt you? You stabbed me. Lord have mercy. Damn it, man. 
So you tell four lies to try to protect you. Then you tell five lies so folks won't suspect you. Then you tell six lies and you'll collect a life filled with worries and fears. Because you can't remember how many lies you've told and half the things you say aren't true. And sometimes you'll slip up, you'll trip up, and then whatever will become of you. Well, what will become of Ronnie O'Neill III? Let's go to WFLA NBC 8 for the report, please. It took just more than four hours for a Tampa jury to decide Ronnie O'Neill is guilty of killing his girlfriend and his own daughter, as well as stabbing and setting fire to his son. O'Neill represented himself throughout the guilt phase of the trial and may do so during the penalty phase as well. The defendant is guilty of first-degree murder, premeditated murder, and felony murder. During his closing argument, O'Neill admitted guilt in one of the killings. I did kill Kenyatta Van, but I want you to tell it like it is if you're going to tell it. O'Neill told jurors he did kill his girlfriend, but only because she <clears throat> murdered their daughter and tried to kill their son. You don't know <clears throat> what happened to my daughter. I know what happened to my daughter, and that's why Kenyatta Van is dead. Four hours. It only took George four hours. Only reason I think it took that long is because they were in there discussing the audacity, the unmitigated gall of Ronnie O'Neill III to get up there and represent himself. So you lie and lie without even trying, and each lie you tell will keep multiplying. So the whole wide world will know you're lying, then you'll be suspected, detected, rejected, neglected, disliked, and you should. When you lie, you're closing the door on everything good. Ronnie O'Neill III, what the hell were you doing? Why were you up there playing? What was the point? What was you trying to prove? There was absolutely no reason for you to be up there representing yourself other than for your own sick, personal entertainment. I've been trying to make sense of this, and I keep stopping myself to remind myself, stop attempting to make sense of the senseless. There is no logic in the illogical. I can't blame this on Florida. I keep trying to wrap my mind around what this is, and all I hear in my head is my love, Stephanie Mills, saying... Niggas, niggas. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Please let Remy Ma give Ronnie O'Neal the third, the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. You dumb. His poor son, man. <sighs> his poor son. His poor son is going to need a lifetime, a lifetime mm. of therapy. Okay? Mm. You know how much work it's going to take to get the trauma out of that young man's body? Come on, man. All right. I just want to give him a hug. I felt so bad having to listen to him have to testify mm, 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 and answer mm, questions. Because mm. Ronnie O'Neill want to play. Because mm, mm, mm. Ronnie O'Neill III want to play. All right, we got more coming up next, so don't move. Happy holidays. Don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, this lady called, uh, I think a week ago or two weeks ago, and she was having some problems in the bed, and Charlemagne advised her how to work the middle. Um, and she's back on the line. Good morning. <laughs> what? Hello? <laughs> hey, this is Kip. How you doing? Hey, she's What's calling up, back. Girl? You were very popular when you called in for Ask Yee, and you were talking about being insecure about being on top, right? Yes. I, so um, I have a follow-up. Okay. All right. Let's talk about it. Okay. So me and him had a long discussion about it, and I went on and told him how I felt. And so me and him talked about it, and that night, the magic happened. We put on <laughs> some pornos, and, like, I watched a couple scenes with 
different women doing, you know, different positions and the positions you told me to do. And I tried it and like we have not stopped. <laughs> I have so much. Okay, fun. so hold on, hold on. You did reverse cowgirl? <laughs> yes, I did. I did, I did. <laughs> And then, let go. me tell you something, and that is a workout in itself, so it feels good because you over there doing your squats, doing your crybaby challenge, doing the busted challenge on it. That's what I'm talking about. Girl, and i also been working out, too, so it's like I guess my breathing is a little bit better, and I am like, man, I'm telling you, we, we have been having some good nights. We really have. And you know what was interesting, though, and I was so glad that you called about that because a lot of women were weighing in about their insecurities also. And I was saying, I know he loves just looking at your body no matter what. And so everything about you, I'm sure he finds attractive. What did he say when you guys had the conversation? He was just like, that is more or less me. And it was never him who never, ever felt any kind of way about, you know, me saying that I didn't want to get on top of whatever. But he just was like, um, baby, you are thinking too hard into it. And also, like I told you, I was trying to get the lipo and the BBL done. And he's just like, I love you how you are. You know, that's for women who, you know, don't really like how they look and rather spend money. He was like, let's go to the gym. We got a Planet Fitness ship, uh, membership. And we've been back and forth in the gym and stuff or whatever. So, like, he really supports me. And I love that about him. Like, he didn't make me feel any kind of way about it when I did see him down and talk to him about it. He was just really open and like, Ma, Ma that's like, that's just you. That's that's you. That's all you. It's never been me. Isn't riding on so fun? It is. Look, I always was just nervous about it because of my weight, you know, and like mm -hmm. my guy, he's a pretty small guy and I just always felt like I was too heavy to be on top and, you know, like, so that's the only reason why I didn't want to do it. All right, now my only advice is make sure you don't go up too high. Because <laughs> then, then when you come back down, if it slides out, it could hurt him. So just be careful with that. Don't go too high. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I did see on your Instagram where all the, you know, people were commenting and stuff or whatever. And I, you really, really talk to me like a big sister. And I just want to tell you that I appreciate you so much like this advice line is the best and speaking to you about my insecurity like with everyone listening or whatever was hard for me but at the same time you made me feel very comfortable Auntie oh, well, been there you. before Auntie been in that position over there <laughs> all right <laughs> and, listen, I, I, and, I, and i think a lot of women we do have insecurities about our body but i do know for guys like i said they just happy to be there and they're not thinking oh look at this stretch mark look at that fat hang like they're not even thinking like that they just thinking oh, like yes, this is are. amazing <laughs> i mean we still going i mean most guys still going to hit but they're going to talk about it later to their boys at least and that's what i'm saying so I mean, my my whole thing is you know like men be discussing with their boys like about stuff like that to me i think they do you nah, know they like, do you know, they do but they i mean if you if, if the poom poom is good he's still gonna be like but that poom poom fire though <laughs> yeah <laughs> right well thank you so much and i'm glad that things got so much better for you that's him and he sounds like an amazing man so he deserves for you to ride again tonight and he is i'm i'm actually i'll be 35 <laughs> next month and he's 26 and okay. Like I had also had insecurities about that too with our age differences and stuff or whatever, but like we're going on two years now. So All right now. All, All right, right good. Well listen, keep on following up. I'm glad that you sound so excited and energetic about it. And I'm sure he feels better about it too. So that's dope. So that's what ASCII is all about. And I'm happy to hear from you. Yes, ma'am. Y'all have a wonderful morning and God bless all y'all. You too now. 
All right, ask yeah, guy, ye. A guy, a guy will definitely be like, yo, her body trash, but her poom poom fire. Not about his girl, about his girl though, or his wife? No, not about his. No, nah, not wife. about his girl. Either. Yeah, because they're in a real relation. Girl. They're in a real relationship. Like they're together. I can't imagine he would oh, tell his boy okay. she's trash. Yeah, not about his girl, or his wife. Yeah. But he'll think that, and that's why he got her. You know, let's go work out together. Yada yada yada. All right. Well, ask ye eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need advice, call us up. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Whoa. Hey. Hi. Hi, Yee. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. I'm such a huge fan. Um, and I'm whispering because my husband is sleepy. He just came home from work. But this is a secret that my son expressed to me that he wants to keep a secret. Okay. So my son, he just turned 10. Mm-hmm. And he told me that he made like boys and girls. Okay. And what did you say? So I don't. Um, I told him no matter what that I would love him. Um, and whatever decision he makes, I, I'm going to stand next to him. But I'm not sure if what he's feeling is correct or or any, like I don't know. I need help with this. I'm not outside. I'm handling it good with him, and I'm trying to keep our relationship. You know, um, I want him to come to me right for anything about anything. Mm-hmm. But inside, I'm like kind of panicking, and I don't. You know, like I'm going back and forth with myself. Well, what are you panicking about? Because, number one, he's a young black man already. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And, you know, just to be open and he's already being bullied. He's already has mental health issues. And, you know, it, it, it's just tough out here for him. So mm-hmm. one more stigma on top of that is just, you know, right. he's already expressed in a third grade that he wanted to commit suicide. Wow. It sounds yeah, like, so, have you so put now yourself... I'm thinking, like, maybe this is, you know, what everything was that he was hiding, you know? Right. Like, yes, because it is painful to have these things that you want to hide, you don't want people to know. He, It's great that he felt like he could tell you. Yes, that's what I told him. Right, and start expressing that to you, and you have to keep those lines of communication open. I think your response was amazing, and I understand that you are concerned because that's your child, so you don't want him to be out in this world where people can be really nasty and cruel and I exactly right so I he expressed to me that he does like a boy in school Mm -hmm. and like you know like I don't I don't know how to how to handle everything like like this is a lot like he's only 10 is he too young to have these feelings is he you know like is this something that's normal is this gonna change I have so many questions like I don't I don't, I need help. And you know what, honey? There's nobody that can even answer all those questions for you because he probably doesn't even understand everything right now. He just knows how he's feeling and at least he's able to express how he's feeling and that's all he can do. Now, have you got him some professional help, somebody that he could speak to so that they can help him navigate and maybe both of you should go and... and, I think that... I have not done that far, you mm -hmm. know, like... I'm still kind of in shock. This he just expressed this to me two days ago. Right. So I'm just like still trying to, you know, see. Like I don't want him to, you know, feel like he can't trust me. But I don't want him to. He's only ten, and I don't want him to start reacting on these feelings. And you know, like I, I don't know. And then he's also expressing to me, like you know, please don't tell my dad, and and don't tell this person, and you know, like I just. 
he's scared of every everyone's reaction. Right. So, and you you should respect that, of course, and you are. Yes, of course. Yeah. Don't tell anybody else, but definitely go set up something for you guys to find somebody good to talk to. If you hold on the line, I actually have somebody that can be really helpful with that, and that would be uh, Doctor. Oh. Kendall Jasper and I always refer people to him when we're in situations and I feel like this is dire because I want you to be able to know how to deal with this. I'm not an expert yes. in that but I do feel like what you've done so far has been amazing as a mom and I know that I want you to be able to express to him in the best way possible uh, how much you love him how much you care about him exactly. and, also, and also help him learn how, what he needs to do in order to be more comfortable and not have feelings of suicide because that's major too. You don't want him to ever think about that again. That's my worst fear. All right, hold on the line. I'm gonna hook you up with with uh, Dr. Thank Kendall you so Jasper. Much, e. Thank you so much. No problem. Damn, that's that's Asky. One eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. You can call up and Asky whatever you want to talk to her about. It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Pick it up, pick it up, rule. It's time to ask C and E. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask C&E. Uh, you can ask us anything you want. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Ashley. Ashley, what's your question hey, for Ashley. C&E? Ashley, how you doing, Ashley? Right. I'm good, I'm good. All right, so I'm 29. Um, I've been separated for three years, married for five, and I recently found out that my ex or my whatever my ex-husband that he is bisexual okay he likes men and women right Mm -hmm. so with that being said his behavior has changed and like we kind of don't know how to deal with each other it's more or less like he's acting like a real beast like, now I got to deal with a female when before it was a whole different person. Well, listen, I don't like your attitude about this, and I'm going to tell you why. You know how that makes people act, right? <laughs> you, done, you, done, you done started acting funny because you was getting some good D, okay? So you should be able to relate to that man even more now. That shouldn't drive y'all apart. Oh, God. Listen, so my question is, how do I get him to be a little bit more... Uh, how, do, how do I deal with him in terms of, like how do I be patient because I don't know I don't I don't power women like I don't know how to he's not a woman him. he's a man you got to deal with him the same exactly. way exactly he's just a person stop looking at it from a gender perspective and just think from the perspective of being you've been there you can relate you need to look that man in his eyes and say look man I understand how that good D can get you but you acting funny with me son yeah. oh good luck though God. Good luck. I don't understand why this is such a complicated conversation. I'm now y'all got more in common. You like penis, he likes penis. It's different. It's different when you were really dealing with someone and now they're changed. Like Or maybe or maybe you have changed. Maybe you feel a way now because you understand that he's just not giving D to you. Have you ever been bisexual? You ever been with a woman? Of I am actually from the beginning. Oh my oh, god! Wow. So y'all both share the best of both worlds. Both he like around. penis and poom poom. You, can't be mad you at like him. penis and poom poom. What is the, the problem? Same way. You hating, yo. You hating because he's getting more D than you nowadays. You That's are the hater. problem. You sound like a hater. You a hater, yo. You a hater. You a hater. I'm Bye, hater. With you. Goodness gracious. Ask C and E. 800 585 1051. If you a hater, we'll take your calls too. Hello, who's this? I said my name is Anonymous. Hey, Anonymous. What's your question for C&E? I don't get it. It's, we're on the radio. Nobody can see you, but whatever. You can give a fake name. I know, but my name is just so unique. You know, I just can't do it. So You think Beyonce is a unique name? 
Go ahead. What's uh, your question, Mama? <laughs> I'm glad I got y'all to today. It's a good question. What's up? Okay, so I've been with my boyfriend for, we're in our 10th year right 10 now. 10 years. Congratulations. Oh, you know, thanks. Uh, we had three kids together. Okay. And when we first started dating, we both established that we didn't want to get married. It was just like, I think we were both young and it was, hey, we just dating. Let's have fun. We didn't see that we'd be together 10 years. Mm -hmm. So now my values have changed and I want to get married. Oh. And he's in that, why well, fix something that ain't broken. broken? Yeah. And, but I'm looking at it more on a, you know, showing your kids that you value your relationship and legal standpoints too is if anything ever happens to me or him, we can't go in a room. We're not allowed there. We have no say so, but we know what's best for each other. I agree. So, but the thing is, but he came in this relationship not thinking that he didn't want to get married, and you knew that, and you didn't too. want to get married. You changed yes. up. He ain't changed up. You sound just like my best friend. He a dude too. But the thing is, your values change, and That's when your true. kids start to ask you, why y'all don't got the same last name? Exactly. Happened to exactly. me. Exactly. Exactly. So we went looking for houses and my daughter said, mommy, in the next house we go in, you can't come in because you're not a blank. She said our last, their last name. Wow. And it like hurt my heart. Yeah. But she was only like three or four. Did you have that conversation with him? Does he, he, does, he still doesn't want to get married. Yes. But the thing is, I don't want to continue to push because I don't want him to feel obligated. I don't want a man to marry me out of obligation. I want him to marry me because he feels like we have the same values. Right, but you know, you already went into this relationship in this union thinking that you didn't want to get married, he didn't want to get married, he was cool with that. What's the reason he doesn't want to get married? He's just saying, like, what does a piece of paper do for us? We we know that we're both for each other and we're gonna be together forever. Uh we're he's on the black men don't cheat, he does not cheat. Good. I know this. <laughs> but the thing is, it's just like for him it's like, why? I'm gonna tell you something. I think you know, I, I'm sure he loves you. I'm sure he wants to be with you for the rest of his life. But, yeah, that's the thing. When your kids come to you and your kids say, why y'all don't have the same last name? Like, you know, I do believe that marriage is just a piece of paper. And y'all are already married because y'all are tied at the soul. Correct. But I do exactly. like the fact, I do like the, 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 I like making it official. I think he should make it official. But, you know, I can't, I can't tell him to marry you. I can only tell him to find somebody to share his life experiences with. But he already got that. So it's really he no does. It's, it's, and he tells me that all the time. He's like, "Hey, I want to be with you. You're the person I want. I don't want to be with anybody else." But he just doesn't see the reason why. Hey, we've been together this long. It's been working. You should tell so. him. You should tell him the reason is because you want to. That, That's yeah, it. Yeah, you tell him you want to. to and, and your kids. Your kids That's need right. that as well. I'm all about making my woman that. happy. Happy wife, happy life. So the exactly. fact that you, tell him you want to. Don't 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 even make it like negotiable. Be like, y'all really want to get married. When he asks you what you want for Christmas, I want to get married. What you want for your birthday? I want to get married. What you want for but Valentine's? I want to get married. Like you're crying too much. So that why don't you just like, ask him okay. one good time? Why don't you ask him? Why don't you get a ring and be like, I want you to be my husband? Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't do that. that. You just go curse on the radio? I would never. I would never do that. Yeah, don't I'm do not that. not about to be a, a Christy and Jim Jones situation. Mm -mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with letting him know that's what you want, though. And if he love, okay. and if he really, really loves you, and he really, because it's gonna come a point in time where he can't give you, he can buy you a house, he can buy you purses, all that stuff. And he's he can't done all that. He bought me a house. He support. We both own our own businesses. He supports my business so much, mm. and it's just like you want that ring. Place. That's the only thing that I want. I don't even need. The thing is, I don't. I can get one of those little rings you go work out with. That's like silicone. I don't need the big jewel. 
I just want to be able to share the last name and we be a, a united you need to, front. You need to go on title and make you a marriage playlist. So when y'all in the car, just songs be playing like <laughs> Let's Get Married, Beyonce, if you like it, then you put a ring on it. Just all these songs that got to do with marriage. Just keep beating it in his head. Eventually he'll he come around. to y'all all day. So y'all tell him, tell him to marry me. Oh. What's his name? What's his name? She won't say. Ooh, his... His name is Dwight. 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 Get married. Get married, Dwight. Yes, King. Or what you do is you wait right right when y'all having sex, right when he's about to, to and you stop right there, and you be like, this is only for a married man, and just walk out. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, Dwight, for real, get married. I promise you when you get married, your life will change, man. And not only when you get married, when you get married and you a faithful black man, I promise you your life will transform in ways that you can't even explain. I can't even explain to you the joy that I feel in my life Your right penis now. gets bigger when you get married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get, get married, Dwight. Marry me, Dwight. All That's right, Dwight. Dwight. All right, Dwight. Do what's right, Dwight. Do what's right, Dwight. Do what's right, Dwight. All right. I'm with that. All right. Well, don't move. Happy holidays. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, Charlemagne, you got a positive note for the people? I do. Positive note is simple, man. What's broken can be mended. What hurts can be healed. And no matter how dark it gets, the sun is going to rise again. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? 